Welcome to the Kingdom Conversation Podcast, where we are transforming ordinary minds into a kingdom mindset. I'm your host, Quentin Jones. I'm really excited about today's session for you. I believe the Lord has something amazing for us as we continue to learn. Hey, as I always say, I would love to hear from you about how this podcast is helping you um, and how it's sharpening you and taking you to another level in your spiritual life. Uh, What I would love for you to do is to visit my website, alcnewalbany.com. You can click on the heading up top that says podcast and send me an email. And if you have my phone number, you can shoot me a text message as well. Thank you to those who have continually uh, provide me great feedback. I always like to know how what the Lord is ministering through me is encouraging you and bringing another person to another level. I want to jump right into this podcast because I got to get this out of my spirit. You know, as we were prepping for ministry and I'm talking about um, us preparing to launch the church that we have now, um, we had to first come into agreement that God was actually calling us. Right. And so that's that's the first step right there is the thing that the Lord has told you. You have to come into agreement with that thing. If you don't come into agreement, then you're going to fight it for the next month, the next year, the next 10 years, the next 20 years. And the Lord is looking for agreement for what he has already predestined for your life. Amen. Well, after we came into agreement for what the call of God was, um, one of the things that we had to do next was, hey, Lord, where exactly are we supposed to pastor at? Is it, you know, Kentucky? Um, Is it another state? For Abundant Life Church, um, part of the vision of that ministry was that that there would be a supernatural impact in Kentucky and also the seven states surrounding Kentucky. So for me, because I'm part of a church and that's the vision, uh, it wasn't... um, it wasn't ideal for me to be looking in New York or California. Why? Because New York or California or any other state that I mentioned is not one of the seven states that surround Kentucky. So I said, Lord, which of the seven states surrounding Kentucky um, are we supposed to uh, be in? And over the next like few months, as that was my heart's prayer, because, you know, I didn't want to do anything that was just, oh, this sounds good or looks good on paper. It was like, Lord, what do you want us to do? And I kept having this dream that um, there was a bridge and I was driving over it and I recognized the bridge. It was the Louisville Bridge. And I saw myself driving over the bridge and I said, Lord, what does this mean? And, you know, I went to my pastor. It was so funny. I said, pastor, I keep having this dream that, you know, like I see myself driving over the Louisville Bridge into uh, Indiana. And he, with all all of his wisdom, said, so why don't you just drive over the bridge? Ah, <laughs> uh, Quentin. You know, it makes sense now, but, you know, I was kind of overcomplicating it. And so um, I, I told my wife, hey, we have to drive over the bridge from, you know, that that connects Louisville into Indiana. And so from there, I knew in my spirit that we were called to the state of Indiana because I saw it. Like I physically saw myself driving over the bridge. And so, you know, from there, once we knew it was, uh, 
Indiana, uh, we then began to narrow down through the leading of the Lord on what city that we were supposed to be. And that's why right now we planted a church in New Albany, Indiana, which is just right over the bridge. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. That is actually what I want to talk to you about today. And let's have a conversation about the bridge to the call. The definition of a bridge is a structure carrying a pathway or roadway over an obstacle. In this example, an obstacle could be a river, right? So at the, you know, beneath the bridge is a river, which is why I normally write that you have a bridge, right? Because there's not uh, a road or, or pathway that can go through a rocky road or a mountain or over the river. So it's a structure or a pathway that connects two points. That's my definition that I want to give to you. The bridge is a structure that con that connects or is the middle of point A and point B. In Acts chapter 13, starting in verse 22, this is where we're going to park it here. And, and I just want to talk to you for the next few moments about this. In Acts chapter 13, starting in verse 22, this is what it says. After he had removed him, he raised up David to be their king concerning whom he also testified and said, check out these three points. I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after my heart. And here's point number three, who will do all my will. Again, I want to talk to you about the bridge to the call of God over your life. And so here is point number one that I would say is the point that leads into the bridge, if you will. Maybe you're a, a visual person. And so let's talk about the bridge on the side of Louisville. So we got to take that exit to actually get onto the bridge. Here is point number one that Acts 13, 22 calls out to us. It's that God himself stated, I have found. Say that with me. I have found. This is not a, you know, quote unquote found in the sense that David was lost or that God misplaced something. It's actually the opposite. It's what David did that demanded the attention of God. The word found in the Greek is also found in Matthew chapter seven, starting in verse seven, Matthew seven, seven. It says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek. Here it is. Seek and you will find Knock and it will be open to you. Verse eight, for everyone who asks receives and he who seeks will find and to him who knocks, it will be open unto him. If you're still saying, or if I'm still saying, you know, I'm looking for God, then you're not doing something right because this is a promise. God promises that a person that would seek after him will find him a hundred percent of the time. I was just ministering to someone. I put it on my uh, social media page. I was at the hospital and I came across this guy. He asked me if I had a cigarette and, you know, immediately, you know, this superpower believer, a cigarette I do not have, but look into my eyes. <laughs> and so I began to have a conversation with this guy and I was ministering to him. And you know what he told me that I remember? He said, you know, I've been looking for God. Well, that's interesting because um, how can anyone be looking for God, but not find him. If a person can look for God and not and, and actually not find him, then I suppose that Matthew 7, 7 is a lie because he says, 
If you and I would actually seek him, we will find him 100% of the time. You know, it's not about God looking for you, but rather, are we looking for him? Are we actually seeking God? Is that actually the point of, of, of our attention? Do you know, it, it, like seriously, are we looking for God? Because if a person says I've been looking and I haven't found well, then honey, you're looking in the wrong place or you're not doing something right because God is not a man that he should lie. It's a promise to the believer, a person who would seek after me. Listen, a person that will ask, it will be given a person that will seek. You will find and a person that would knock the door would be open. He's not a man that he should lie. So then how do we seek him? We should be seeking him through the word of God, through prayer. And listen, here is the word by dwelling in him. Psalms 91 verse one says this. He, he, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will abide, abide. Those are two key words. He who dwells will abide. He who dwells will abide in the shadow of the almighty. When God said that I have found David, it wasn't that David was lost and he was, you know, like a puppy who's going from street to street. It was the fact that David actually continually found himself dwelling in God. He knew who God was. He knew where to find him and he would abide in the presence of the living God. Are we dwelling in the presence of the living God? Are we abiding in the place of that we are supposed to abide in. David demanded the attention of God. And so again, it comes back to this question. It's not about God looking for you, but rather, are we looking for him? That's point number one. I want to jump down to point number three. And, you know, back in Acts chapter 13, verse 22, he says, after, hey, I have found David, the son of Jesse, and here's point number three, who will do all my will. That's point number three for you again. Who will do all who will do all my will? Do you know what deception in the kingdom of God looks like? Deception is, is actually thinking that I have a choice, an opinion, or a say so in the call of God on my life. It's like this thought of thinking, hey, God told me to do this. It's like, mm, I tell you what, God, let me think about that and I and I'll get back to you if that's something that I want to do. That's deception. Deception is thinking that I actually have a choice or say so. My life is not my own. I have come to this understanding that what the Lord has told me to do, it's because, I don't know, uh, maybe he has the ultimate master plan as to what he knows I'm capable of accomplishing and what he wants me to accomplish. I think about Acts chapter 20 and verse 22. This is what Paul was saying. It says, and now behold, bound by the spirit, I am on my way to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me, except the Holy Spirit has already testified to me that bonds and afflictions await for me. But here it is, verse 24, but I do not consider my life of any account as dear to myself so that I may finish the I may finish my course in the ministry, which I received from the Lord Jesus Christ. If you study out Acts chapter 20, even uh, Paul's friends and those who were closest to him were saying, hey, we had a dream and we saw a vision. 
If you go to that city, chains await for you. Please do not go. Paul even saw it for himself because the Holy Spirit was telling him, hey, when you go to this city, there is bonds and there's chains and there's prisons and there is affliction and pain that is that is literally waiting for you the moment you step into that city. But I love what Paul said. He said that I am bound by the spirit, meaning that he was a willing bond servant to the Lord to do all that the Lord wanted him to do. If you knew that the thing that the Lord was telling you to do to launch that ministry, to launch that podcast, to launch that business, to do something that requires crazy faith. If you knew that there was persecution awaiting for you, would you still do it? If you knew that thing that God has been asking you to do, that it may cost you everything, would you still go? Would you still sow that money if you knew that you're going to fall on some of the most crucial financial times of your life? Would you still give that seed and sow that seed into that ministry, into that person or to your pastor if you knew that you were going to have to believe God for faith that supernaturally he was going to have to supply bread? That's the question, isn't it? (laughs) Paul said, I am a willing bondservant to the Lord. I'm bound by the spirit. I'm willing. Hey, listen, the spirit has me in handcuffs and I'm not its prisoner. I'm willing to do. I'm willing to say and I'm willing to go everything that the spirit tells me to do. One of my favorite verses in the Bible is Isaiah chapter one, verse 19. It says this, that if you are willing and obedient, then you shall eat the good of the land. Meaning, listen, God is not looking for hostages. If you see yourself as a hostage and you're forced to do ministry, you're forced to do the call, you're forced to do business, you're forced to do a thing, you're forced to give money, then listen, you are merely a person who is a hostage. It's a hostage situation right now. God's not looking for hostages. He's looking for willing bond service. I am not a hostage. I am doing what the Lord has told me to do because I am bound by the spirit. And I had to do, I have to say, and I had to go where the spirit has for me. God was saying that he was, that he finally found a person. He finally found a person that would do not a portion of his will, not, you know, 75% of his plan, but he found a person that would do all of his will. Are you willing to do all of God's will over your life? Or is there something that's off limits? You want the prettiness of it, but you don't want the pain and persecution of it. Point number one was that God said regarding David, I have found something. I found someone. And point number three is that the person he found is a person that would do all that he wanted him to do. Be bound by the spirit. Now I'm going to jump back to point number two. Here's point number two is what he says. He said, I have found David, the son of Jesse. Look, 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 look right here, right here, right here, right here. A man after my heart. This is what I call the bridge right here. This is the bridge. This is the bridge to the call. You see that you can be, you can be the person that you are dwelling in him. And that's one side of the bridge. 
which is I have found. The other exit point of the bridge is the one who would do all his will. So what's the bridge? What's the bridge that connects those two points is a man that's after my own heart. <clears throat> do you know that in the Bible, it there was only two times it actually points out that specific phrase, a man that's after my own heart. The first time was when Samuel, who who went to anoint him, meaning David, because King Saul had backslidden. And now, and so Samuel then has to look at Saul and says, hey, your kingdom shall not uh, continue. Um, it, it's done. It's over. Your kingdom reign is over for the Lord. And it's, and it's found in 1 Samuel chapter 13. He says, for the, the Lord has sought for himself a man after his own heart. Wow. Meaning a person that is in pursuit after God himself. Can I ask you a question? What are you pursuing right now? What's your pursuit? In Psalms chapter 63, verse one, it says, Oh God, you are my God. I shall seek you earnestly. My soul thirsts for you and my flesh yearns for you in a dry and weary land where there is no water. I'm talking about pursuit. I'm talking about the bridge to the, to the call of God over your life is the matter of a pursuit. The word there, when he says a man after my own heart, that word heart there in the Greek is the, is the Greek word cardia, which is translated to the thoughts or feelings or the middle. And so what I have called that is the center. So let's say that again. He says that the Lord is, the Lord has sought for himself a man that was after his own thoughts, his own feelings, and that is actually after the center of him. The center of God is his thoughts and his feelings about a thing. So here is a question that we must ask ourselves. Are we more interested in the plan of God in our life or are we interested in the pursuit of his presence within himself? Are we more interested in the power and the demonstrations and the miracle signs and wonders? And, you know, we we see God raise up people from the dead and we see, you know, cancer being dried up. And, you know, are we like that person who just wants the power? But yet we don't value the pursuit of his presence. The plan and the power of God is so vital to a believer. But I would dare tell you this, it should never take precedence over the very presence of God. This is the bridge to the call of God, a man or a woman that is actually after God's own heart. It is possible to be after God's own heart in 2023. How? That we would actually say, Lord, what is your thoughts? What's your feelings? And let me dwell in that place. Let me actually seek you earnestly. It's almost like, look, it's, it's like my soul is thirsting for more. My flesh doesn't yearn for in the natural. Listen, I love me some barbecue, baby. Listen, give me some sweet baby rays. Mm -mm -mm. I can do a gospel singing right now. I love me some ribs, some corn pudding, some beans, some greens. Hey, ham, beans, greens, potatoes, ham, lamb. Listen, I, you name it. I love all that stuff. But my soul and my flesh must not 
thirst and yearn for something in the natural, it must yearn for something in the supernatural, which is the presence of God himself. Are we hungry for God? Listen, when you study the life of David, do we have faith like David that in the midst of Goliath standing up, he says, you uncircumcised Philistina. I may not listen. I beat the, the lion. I beat the bear. I have faith that my God would defeat this uncircumcised Philistine as well. Do we have trust in the Lord and all of our circumstances? Do we have sacrificial love for others, even our enemies, that even though Saul was trying to kill him, David could not touch the Lord's anointed? Are we humble like David? As David killed Goliath, they came in, they were singing songs about how, you know, David killed plenty more thousands than Saul did. But, you know, David did not want that attention. Are we actually humble or do we desire the pulpit? Do we desire the position? Do we desire the power? Or do we actually are humble enough to know that it's actually not me? It's because I'm merely a person that spends time with him and his presence. Do we operate with integrity? That even though that no one is looking, do we act the same? Do we talk the same? And do we operate the same? Do we seek forgiveness from God for our sins when we do mess up, when we do fall short, when we do some of the stupidest things that literally could, that could damage the souls of people that the Lord has told us to impact? Are we low enough to go to someone in repentance and say, hey, what I did was wrong. I repent to you because that wasn't of God. And do we worship the Lord no matter our circumstances? The theologians actually say that David himself wrote over 50% is about 73 Psalms. He wrote about 73 Psalms. And when you go through the Psalms, it was all about worship. That we worship the Lord despite what's going on, despite the circumstances, and despite the persecution. You say, Quentin, what are you saying today? I'm talking to you about the bridge to the call. To walk out, to go onto the bridge is that the God said, I have found David. Where are we dwelling at? Where do we spend our time? It's not that David was lost. It was that David demanded the attention of God because he was literally seeking. He was a man after God's own heart. And on the other side of the bridge, it was a person that when God found him, he was willing. He was a person that was after God's own heart, which is what connects it. And on the other side of the bridge, when you drive off, when you walk off and you launch into ministry, you launch into the thing that God told you. Do you know what you would do? You will do all that the Lord has told you to do. Be bound by the spirit. Be handcuffed to the spirit. I don't have a choice or opinion on what the Lord wants me to do. I just have to do it. I'm willing. Why? Because the Bible promises that the willing and the obedient will eat the good of the land. I want the good of the land. Therefore, I'm not a hostage. I'm a willing person. My heart wants to. I'm willing and I will be obedient to that thing. The call is so simple. Sometimes we overcomplicated what's the call of god to my life how do i find it? it's easy there is a bridge to the call be a man or a woman that is after god's own heart and i promise you god will find you and when god tells you what to do ha, you will do a hundred percent you will do everything that the lord has told you to do
Hey, listen, thank you so much for joining me today. Again, if uh, again, I would love to hear from you about what the Lord is ministering to you, how you're being challenged. Send me an email, aocnewalbany.com, and again, go to that podcast. This is a podcast that I truly believe that the Lord has told me to do. Why? Because here in this podcast, we are transforming ordinary minds into a kingdom mindset. I call you blessed, and I'll see you on the next one.